you just want to learn about our faith and learn how to just live it and share it in your everyday life, the basic evangelization training would be for them too. You know, Brian, I have to say you just spoke to me because that's the way I always felt. We were never raised as Catholics, especially back in the 50s, that we would share our faith with people. So we're not, we know that we're not comfortable with it. And yet uh, the Holy Father is asking us, there is the new evangelization. We do need to reach our people who have not really met Jesus and met, and we are uncomfortable. So I think this is really a great thing. And I think if people are invited to come into a training like this and not even feeling like they're under an obligation to go on the street, but this is for you. I think this is really the time has come. The Holy Spirit is asking for this kind of work in our archdiocese in the world. Welcome to Stories from the Street. I'm Beth. And I'm Brian. And today we're going to talk about basic evangelization training. And we have a guest with us who just took the training last weekend, and she's very excited to share what she's learned. That was so good. (laughs) You get an A. So, Brian, the basic evangelization training, BET, as we call it, what do you think of it? It's what made me fall in love with St. Paul's Street evangelization. Really? It really is. I tell everybody this. I've been involved with evangelization since high school, ever since life teen, and being formed as a missionary focus and being formed in the seminary in the heart of a church. You just constantly hear the word evangelization and everything that I've learned about how do we share our faith? How do we share our testimony? What does the word evangelization even mean? All these things that are covered in our basic evangelization training, it's all there. Everything, St. Paul Street Evangelization has put everything that I've learned into one training and made it accessible for anyone who wants to learn about what the church is is teaching about evangelization and how to live it in your everyday life. I was so impressed by it that now I'm working for them. (laughs) I really was. I'm like, wow, that is a ministry I want to get involved in because that just spoke to me so much. Even having heard much of it before, I've still left that training so edified. And especially my training, we actually went out on the streets after the training. So we heard- had a live lab. They call that a live lab. So we had a live lab and we, we went out on the streets and right there we were able to just Started talking to people about their faith and praying with them. And I was with a group of two or three of people who actually were with us at our church. And I find this is so you. And I just remember thinking, yeah, like I, I absolutely love this. And it's because gone through so much training in the classroom before, it was so nice to just be able to go out and use it. I remember we had that podcast with Mesa. And right. She was just like, it unlocked me. You know, like I just felt like I was unlocked having this training and learning how to pray with others, learning how to share our faith and our testimony. And this is very practical ways to be able to live and share our faith. And it was so good. I think that's what's different about the BET. I mean, I went through a seminary and took many classes from great uh, scholars and, and professors uh, about evangelization. I learned a lot about evangelization. And although the BET does give you all the, you know, a, a t- taste of the church teaching and the rich history of evangelization in our church, what it does is it it's, talks about direct evangelization, actually doing it, not talking about it. A lot of evangelization committees are out there and they're talking about it and talking about it and they aren't sure, how do you, how do you take that first step? How do you actually do it? And I think that's the beauty of the basic evangelization training, the way it was put together. I mean, it's put together with 
uh, lots of input from, like you said, we have 300 teams out there doing evangelization. We learn from them. We learn how to make this better, what works, what doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that the this short class really encompasses all that's needed to get there and actually evangelize, whether you're evangelizing on the street or you just evangelize in your, in your daily life. But you just saying that that's what I love about it is what we're bringing together in the basic evangelization training is actually learned from experience. Like when Steve first went out, he just had a blanket and a sign and he said, no one came to him. Like maybe one person came to talk to him, talk to him about his Catholic faith. And then he was like, you know what? I just started passing out miraculous medals and rosaries and he got a lot more activity, having a lot more conversations with people that were uh, talking to him. And then he started praying with others. And then he even he started sharing his testimony. He started learning these different, very practical ways to evangelize with those on the street and those in his life. That it was like these are tools that are not just in theory good. <laughs> right, right. Like, so- true and through experience are very good for us Catholics to be equipped with, to be unlocked, to be able to share our faith. Right. So the basic evangelization training, the one that um, was just this past weekend was a full evangelization training. So it was Friday night and all day Saturday. We were going to do the live lab, but it was over 90 degrees out. So it wasn't going to, that wasn't feasible. So we, we had to skip that. But just the, some of the topics that are covered, you know, Friday night covers the just the the background and the basics. What is evangelization? What is the new evangelization? And what is the spirituality of the evangelist? That just sets that that tone right at the beginning. And then you come back on Saturday and it's just like a workshop, one thing after another, actually practicing things, talking about the etiquette and how to start uh, the etiquette of an evangelist and how to start conversations. You have small groups in between all of these. What is your Christian testimony? How do you say it? What is the gospel message? What is one good reason, which is a great technique and how to uh, really proclaim the good parts uh, of your faith, the things that, that you really hold on to. What's one good reason I believe in God? What's one good reason I'm a Catholic? Mm-hmm. And we also did some apologetics. It was real fun. We did role plays through that. And then we went into le- learning how to pray out loud with people. These are all very practical things that you've learned in the basic evangelization. Just hearing you say that, I want to take the class again. <laughs> well, let's not wait any longer. Let's talk to Judy. Judy's uh, <laughs> very active in her parish, and she does a lot of the pro-life work. Um, she's uh, works out. She prays out on the sidewalk uh, in front of the abortion clinics, but she also is an evangelist in the sense of in her own life. She's not on a street team at all, but still found taking this class was interesting, and she it called her to come and take the class, and we'll see what she thinks of it. So, Judy, welcome. Welcome to uh, our podcast here. Thank you so much, Beth. Thank, for, thank you for inviting me to t- take part in this. I wasn't expecting it today, but I, I really had such a wonderful experience that I'm glad to share anything that I can that will attract people to trying it. I'm not a professional at all, and this is just something that I was attracted to because I have so many people in my life that I feel need guidance, and, and I don't want to, I want to find the way to really reach them, reach their hearts. So this really gave me some wonderful tools for that. That's beautiful, Judy. How long have you heard about St. Paul Street Evangelization, and what uh, what was the, the one thing that you hoped to learn most by signing up for this PET? Well, I, I, I've heard about it for the last four years from Beth, ever since Beth got involved. And, um, you know, I was kind of afraid of it. it. It seemed like something somebody else should be doing, as we often feel, 
But I've also found that in my life, I have people that I really want to help. And I prayed about it and tried in my small ways. But this class gives me a chance to approach them in a different way, in ways that will really reach their heart. I, I pray that it will reach their heart. And I feel that I learned so much. It gave me confidence. Yeah, well, I mean, Beth kind of went through all the different things that are in our basic evangelization training, all our, all our different sessions that we have. Was there one that struck you the most? Well, I think I will have to say um, giving my personal testimony. And the reason I say that is, my golly, for probably three years, I've been talking about I need to, t to write my testimony. I need to get my thoughts together so I can present to people that I love, you know, how God has touched my life and what he's done for me. And somehow I just never get it done. And mm -hmm. there had been a, one opportunity where I could have given a, a, a good testimony and I really didn't have a lot to say because I, I wasn't gathered. Anyway, the bottom line is when you are here, you have 20 minutes and you, you're forced to think about it and get an outline started. And that's really got me on the path now so that um, I'm going to be prepared the next time. Oh, did you have an opportunity to actually share your testimony too? practice sharing it while you were there? At the we did. We did. And that, I was telling Beth that was a wonderful thing because it's easy to think about it in your mind and play it in your mind. Not the same as when you're standing face to face <laughs> with someone. So that gave me that opportunity to take a deep breath, gather my thoughts. And, and I learned from it. You know, I learned I can easily get, you know, rattled. And um, but I think by crystallizing my thoughts. Uh, I will do a much better job when I need to. That is so important. So just a personal story. <laughs> Enough about you, Judy. Let me tell you about me. <laughs> 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 no, but just hearing you say that, just it just made me think of a personal story that I hope I don't wish upon anybody. Because what happened is right after college, I felt called to become a missionary and my youth group, my, my high school youth group, wanted me to come back, and they thought it'd be great to see a young adult that's practicing for faith, and not just practicing, willing to become a missionary. And they said, Brian, will you come and talk to our high school group? You know, we're going to have pizza on Wednesdays, and, you know, maybe you can just give a five- to ten-minute testimony before we start our, our life night on this Wednesday night. And I said, sure, I'd be happy to. Well, we go and have pizza, and right afterwards we go to the sanctuary, and they're like, okay, we're going to have Brian, who's going to talk about his calling as a young adult to be a missionary. And I go up there and I start telling them my testimony. I want to tell them everything. I was so on fire for all that God was doing in my life. And I was so thankful. Like I wanted to give them everything, tell them about my high school experience, about my college experience and about what happened um, and how God had actually, you know, called me to be a missionary. It was so exciting to share all these, uh, these details that I ended up going for over an hour and <laughs> high school kids on a Wednesday night. <laughs> on a Wednesday night, before I pizza, <laughs> I had these high school kids trapped in a church, and they can't even. They, uh, afterwards, that there's like parents outside, like honking the horn because coming <laughs> outside, and and the youth minister basically had to come and just like cut me off, and like okay, it's got to go home. <laughs> and afterwards, one of the, the core members, like, who was actually a friend in high school, now he worked with the teens at her parish, he came up to me and said, Brian, I couldn't understand anything you were saying. He was like, the only word I heard you say was Santa Claus. And I <laughs> never said Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so yeah. I was up there. I was so nervous. I was just mumbling in the microphone for like over an hour. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, see, share my you should have taken but, the BET. That's it. You should have taken the BET first. <laughs> but all that to say, it's so important to clarify, especially when God is doing a lot in your life and you're just so excited about it and you want to share it. It's really hard to do that. And you want to, you want to, I wanted to get this full picture of why it was so amazing of how God brought me to where I was today. And I just couldn't because one, I didn't know how to public speak. And two, I, I shouldn't even, if I did, it still would have been a long hour. to be. So they gave you a structure. They taught you a structure in class. Do you remember what it was? Um, no, it was, <laughs> I have read my notes. Yeah. It's okay. no, I'll tell you. So they talk about before mm-hmm. the conversion point and after. Right. And the other point that they talk about is that it's not your story as much as it's God's story mm-hmm. in you, you know, to focus on how God has worked in you. And that way it kind of takes the pressure off and it helps you. So, you know, they give you an outline, you write your before your conversion point, your after, and then you put it all together. So that they, the, the class really steps you through it. Exactly. And that's what was so helpful because it, I was doing something like Brian in the past. I think about all these things that happened to me and where do I start and how do I tighten this up? And you could ramble for a long time because you're, you're so excited, really. But it's important because I think you need to, um, you need to really focus on what how your life was, as you said before. And, the, and then there's always a dramatic, in my case, at least something dramatic happening. And then how your life changed. And, and it's so beautiful. You want everyone to share in it. So you hope that the joy will come through. That is amazing. Were there other things that you were able to practice right there and then? Uh, yeah, actually, the charisma. You know, we had a little card that told the facts of, you know, Jesus, how much God loves you and how he died to save you. But you were, you were asked to write it down in your own words. And it's a little different from just reading off a card so that if you were talking to someone, I don't, know, I don't want to say sincere, but authentic. really authentic. Yes, authentic, that's a good word. Coming right from your heart because you believe it. You just didn't know how to articulate it before. So I think forcing you to write it in your own words made you really think through the beautiful thing that um, Jesus did for us and God did for us. Yeah so that you could really tell it with conviction. That's true, because the gospel message, if you just read it, um, it can be just, I don't know, it's just too, too dry. But if you read it like you're introducing someone to a friend, like let me tell you about God the Father who created us out of love for love to be in relationship with us forever. And, you know, we broke that relationship. And you can kind of keep going through step by step, but when you tell it in your own words, you're introducing someone to a friend. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Beth, how often would you say that you use the kerygma on the streets? Like, it's really hard to just kind of get into it. Yeah, sometimes the kerygma, I use it on the street if they're asking about things. But quite often, it comes through sometimes in the prayer, when we're doing prayer out loud, you know, thank you, Lord, for um, sending your son Jesus to die for us, to restore our relationship with you, things like that. So parts of the kerygma come in there. If someone asks, you know, what do you, this is what we believe as Catholics, I will say. You know, if they, are, they don't understand Catholics, and I would just go through it one point after another, and they'll be surprised. Oh, Catholics believe that. So sometimes I use it. It's, it's um, you know, you, you always let the Holy Spirit work. And, there, and it's great to have so many tools in the toolbox now, right, Judy? Mm-hmm. You have a couple of tools there, not mm-hmm. just one thing. Right, exactly. 
Judy, after doing our basic evangelization training, would you ever consider going on the street to evangelize? You know, um, I, I would consider it. And I, and I went to the training not considering it. You know, I was really kind of going for my own personal enrichment and, and to learn. But I can see that it's a joyous thing. Yes. Well, and that's one of the things that Steve and Adam in creating the basic evangelization training, that's one of the things that we want to do, which is equip Catholics with the ability to evangelize in their everyday life. And even though we had the name St. Paul Street Evangelization, it kind of became just a what it, what the name is a basic evangelization training and uh and of of course there are a- aspects of it that related to street evangelization but more and more i think that's the reason we're becoming the saint paul evangelization institute is street evangelization is still going to remain a big part of our ministry but also we're starting up a school and we're starting up a community evangelist and we're doing this all because the lord has led this apostolate to just train catholics to evangelize and so I only say that to even encourage those who may not necessarily feel called or they're very weary of like, you know what, I don't know if this is for me because I would never go on the street. But if you just want to learn about our faith and learn how to just live it and share it in your everyday life, the basic evangelization training would be for them too. You know, Brian, I have to say you just spoke to me because that's the way I always felt. We were never raised as Catholics, especially back in the 50s that we would share our faith with people, you know, and so we're not, we know that we're not comfortable with it. And yet uh, the Holy Father is asking us, there is the new evangelization. We do need to reach our people who have not um, really met Jesus and met the Lord. And so, and we are uncomfortable. So I think this is really a great thing. And I think if people are invited to come into a training like this, not even, um, feeling like they're under an obligation to go on the street, but this is for you. You know, there's so many parents that are wanting to reach their children. So I think this is really the time has come. The Holy Spirit is asking for this kind of work in our archdiocese in the world, actually. Yeah. There was another section of the training that you really liked at the very end. Oh, praying, praying with people. Yeah, that's another one that I was always intimidated by. You know, would you like to pray together? I've prayed with people, just little friends. You know, we were in a little group and spontaneously said a few words. But to pray with people that you don't know really well or to pray in a way that will really reach them, that they'll hear God and feel God's hand on their shoulder, um, this gave you a nice outline this training gave me a nice outline that i can um do this sort of thing so i i I feel more confidence let's just say more confidence if someone asks me to pray or if i want to offer to pray with someone so none of this is in practice with me yet i've just been out for three days (laughs) but i'm (laughs) that's my i'm so excited is there any story of evangelization since you finished it judy has it impacted your life in any way so far um, other, well, this just very small, very small talking to a relative of mine who is um, old and very ill and has a lot of problems. Um, I just encouraged her, um, told her about so much that I admired in her and then uh, told her about um, offering her sufferings to Jesus that she's going through so that they're not in vain and that she has children that have a lot of problems. And I said, you can help them. Now, that's not evangelization in that sense. But I think it's something that she never thought about before. So I felt like I was inspired to tell her about that, you know, offering up her suffering. So, yeah. but no, I haven't. Other than that, I, I will have opportunities coming up. But, but that's, a, that's a holy boldness. 
Yeah, I guess you know, you know it's like being able to listen for the Holy Spirit to to that's kind of nudging you. You can share this. This is this is you know I'm your friend. You're in love with me. I, you know Jesus is pushing you, pushing you, and saying share this with others. Share this with others. And you share that just very simple teaching of the church with her, and and it did. You said it did bring her comfort. Mm-hmm. It would have been very easy to be quiet, and that's right. yeah. That's one of the things I always tell people after they evangelize, if they aren't sure about it, I'm like, what if you didn't come? What if you didn't come? What w- it would have been less. That person would not have heard that little bit of love of Jesus. What if you didn't say it? What if you weren't, you, know, you didn't follow that prompting? So, I mean, that's part of that Friday night part when you talk about the spiritual life is like staying close to Jesus, abide in him and he abides in you. Yeah, and if if I must, I, I want to say that um, also that impressed me too. Uh, the idea of always praying to the Spirit for His help and and asking Him, you know, take me to people, places that you want me, so that I can do Your work, you know, so that you can hear His voice when He's prompting you to do those things. So now every morning I pray the Evangelist Prayer. I start out, and um, because I know there will be opportunities or. Yeah, God honors that, that yeah. an open heart like that. That's beautiful. I learned that from Beth. She told me to start doing that when I put my miraculous medal on. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it was for God to give me the grace to know who I'm supposed to give this to that day. So if someone wants an evangelization training, are you ready to tell them how to do that, Brian? I am. It's it's not through me. It's through Adam Janke. So they, they would just email Adam at adam at stpaulse.com. And I'll put that in our... With the notes with the podcast? The yeah. So I'll put that in with the notes. If anyone want would like to bring a BET to their parish or be listening to it and saying this is something I'd like to bring to our archdiocese or a parish, like these are great topics that I think would be great to equip those in my, our community to learn how to evangelize. We definitely get in touch with Adam and we can get we can set up a training for you. Yeah, that'll be great. I mean, there's BETs going on all the time, all over the country. Um, I've taught them in a couple of states. I'm going to be going to Florida later on this summer, going to Indiana later on in the fall. There's, so there's lots of them that are coming. And uh, you can see the trainings that are out there on our website. Yeah, if they just go to our website, streetevangelization.com, and they click on, you're right, they click on training. And then underneath that, there's upcoming events. And all, that lists all of our trainings. So we also have healing. We have basic evangelization training. We have hospitality training. So all these different things around the country that people are inviting us to come and lead are we posting there because they're available to the public. So let me ask you one last thing, Judy. One of the things we do is we talk about our one good reason. So can you, I'm putting her on the spot here. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll see. Can you, Judy, give me one good reason to take the basic evangelization training class? There are many reasons. Oh, okay. Um, There are many reasons. If you can think of the 18 good reasons. (laughs) 18, right. No, I would just say that I think it's the kind of class that would be useful for almost every sincere Catholic that wants to spread the word of Jesus and spread his his good news through the world. Because most of us probably won't be on the street, but all of us will be talking to people every single day. And when we care about people, we want them to know that good news. So that's my reason that you may evangelize the world through one person at a time. That's right. That's right. So who takes the basic evangelization training? It's not the professional evangelist. The basic evangelization training is written for any baptized Catholic because we are all called to evangelize. You just made me think of the starfish story that... There's a starfish story? (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
Well, it was when I was in college, I worked at our volunteer center and the motto of my director that worked there, she would every, every year, someone, uh, if you did a certain amount of hours, you would get what was called the starfish award. And she would always tell the story, uh, about a man who's on a beach and there's just thousands and thousands of starfish on it. And he's picking them up one by one and throwing them back in the ocean. And someone comes up to him and says, you know, what you're doing is not making a difference at all. There's still thousands and thousands of starfish out here. And the man picks up a starfish, throws it in the ocean, and he says, it made a difference to that one. Oh, that's beautiful. And just what you're saying, when when you said that, Judy, about if we can just inspire one person, we know we we live in a culture and a time where it is very hard to talk about God. And if you can even make an impact just by helping one person come to know the Lord and to grow in their faith. It's not, it's not necessarily about how can I find the solution to get all millions of these into, you know, the ocean of God's love of coming to know the Lord, but how, what can I do to impact this one person one at a time to get in there? One soul at a time, every soul counts. Amen. I think that's a, uh, St. Teresa of Calcutta. It's great to talk about how the BET not only gives you the confidence, but it also gives you the skill to share your faith with, with whoever. Mm-hmm. It does. And I think the biggest thing, Judy, and anyone who even completes a training, if they just start carrying around miraculous medals or rosaries and being open to feeling called to give those away, I mean, I just have found that to be such an open door. And I know um, they, they, people are going to be able to take from the training and apply it however the Lord calls them to. I just can't stress enough, even on my own end, how much that has changed my own life to be able to continue to have that opportunity to open the door with anybody that I just meet. And that has always led to beautiful encounters where people are willing to share their faith and where they are with God. That's true. Evangelizing not only changes the person that you're evangelizing, but it changes the evangelist. Have you experienced that at all? Yeah, well, absolutely. It's true. It is true. And, and every time it does, even a small little sentence, you get out and you feel that you help somebody, you, you think later, you know, how great it was that I said it, you know, having the boldness to say yeah. it sometimes. What if you didn't say it? What if you didn't say it? Yeah, you see God's love so much more. You just see how God uses each person. We're his um, hands and feet and eyes and ears here. Whenever I'm passing out the miraculous medal, or when I'm in the in public, I'm surprised. Especially with my daily encounters on the street. If you're in a big place, I think Bob said, you know, it might be like a ninety ten, where ten percent of the people are going to be the ones who stop and talk. And, and the Lord makes it clear, like this is why I was here today, and so amazing to be able to have that on the street mm-hmm. in my daily life. I think it might be the opposite, like 90% accept it. So it's so beautiful if you're just there at a restaurant, maybe even more than 90%. I have never been denied when I gave someone a miraculous medal. When you do your divine encounters, your divine appointments? One time, I can think of one time when I felt inspired to give someone a miraculous medal. It was actually a challenge from Steve. (laughs) (laughs) We were at the airport and I was passing by, you know, the guy at security from it, all the signs that says, you're now leaving, you know, the airport security mm-hmm. you know, past this point. I'm always scared to go past that point because I'm nervous that I left something on the plane. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about when you get off? Yep, yep, I know. And so there's a security person there and Steve goes, go give that person miraculous pill. And I did. He's working. And he didn't accept it. <laughs> and Steve goes, I think he couldn't because a liability of just trying to give TSA agent oh. 
Yeah, like a yeah. I think he set you up. Steve set you up. <laughs> I'm literally like 99.9% people are pumped about getting a miraculous medal to that 0.1%. <laughs> well, it's been so great to talk about the basic evangelization training and to talk with someone that just, just went through it. Is there any last words or last things you'd like to just shout out to anybody there? Well, I just say if anybody has any curiosity even about it, just go for it. Just say yes and do it, and you won't be sorry. Thank you, Judy. Thank you. Thanks, Judy. Just remember, we are St. Paul Street Evangelization, where we train, equip, and mobilize ordinary Catholics to do the extraordinary work of evangelization in order to save souls. Again, thank you, Judy. <laughs> thank you, Judy. Thank you. Thank you for having me.